This is the One to Go Ham podcast. We're trying this from uh, remotely from our homes, if you will. You guys already know. You know, you got the three musketeers on the pod right now. Guys, please, without further ado, introduce yourselves. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's Jordan Lewis, the light, on, the, the middle part. I'm the light version of Three Musketeers. Pause. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's, you know, it's me, Ron, just chilling. Same shit, different day. So if we were a Three Musketeers bar, there's, a, there's like cookies inside there, right? No, it's just the light fluff. <laughs> oh no, nah. I was about to say because there's three of us. So like, if, if we were a twit, if we were a twit, like you got to be the caramel Jordan. No, actually, no, nah, you'd be the you'd be the nah, uh, you'd I'm be the nuked. caramel bro. <laughs> I'd be the cookie part, and then Ron would be the chocolate bro. Okay, I like caramel. <laughs> yo, yo. So obviously, man, um, it's been a while since we've all gotten together and talked. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've kept in contact with each other and stuff like that, like. But as far as like getting together and just like hopping on a pod and all that stuff, we've been a minute. So uh, we could get into everything else, you know, a little bit later on. But I guess we could just do a quick little recap as far as what we've been up to. So uh, I guess we'll start with uh, either one of you guys can go first, man. Go ahead, Ron. All right, man. Um, so what is it? We're already in a couple of weeks in um, 2021. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of things have changed or have happened so far. Um, I'm just continuing to, you know, better myself. I'm still working from home. Um, I'm kind of, I've, by now, I'm like pretty much adjusted to this new lifestyle I'm living, man. I don't even have to drive to get up, go to work. So, you know, work from home, go to the gym, go to the grocery store. That's about all I do nowadays, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you liking that? Are you liking the work from home vibe? Um. I like not having to drive 40 minutes to Overland Park, but um, at the same time, I wish I could, you know, talk to some of my coworkers, you know, like communicate in person. But other than that, it's it's all good for the most part. I feel you. Okay. All right. Lou, what you been up to, bro? Man, it's been an eventful couple of weeks on my end, mm-hmm. man. I, had a, I celebrated a birthday uh, the first week in January, which was dope. Seen y'all, seen y'all chumps there, man. They had me fooled. My girl, <laughs> those who don't know, did we really have you fooled, bro? I felt like I felt like you knew something was going like going to happen, bro. I I swear I had no idea. It almost like you was angry fooled. Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it was like I was. My brain stopped working when I walked in. Like so, for those that don't know, who's listening, my girl get, uh, threw a surprise birthday party for me. Um, we I thought we were just going to dinner, and then we walk into the restaurant, and there's a room reserved with all my friends, and these two are obviously there, and so it was cool, man. But yeah, I didn't expect that. I thought it was just gonna be her and I going to dinner. So I walked in and seen all y'all, and like my brain stopped working. But like, <laughs> someone came up to me and said, "Happy birthday, man!" I was like, "Happy birthday!" Like. <laughs> To them, <laughs> that just shows oh, how much man. like I was in. I was in shock. So that was dope, man. It was cool. Yeah, we glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me too, bro. I, I will say this, Thanks man. For being I forgot here. what the restaurant was called, but the uh, I got the salmon with the creamy rice, dog. That that, that was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, good, uh, Grand Street Cafe for those who mm. want to check it out. Yeah, that was pretty fire. Oh yeah, I liked it. Like, that was that was a great healthy alternative and a great choice. I was like, oh, I'm gonna definitely have to come back here. <laughs> uh, no doubt. Hey, uh, uh, I, what's up? 
I love meeting your family, Jordan, man. Your your father, bro, he's he's so funny, man. He he had me on a podium, man, for like 20 minutes, bro. Like he was getting on me. Apparently, I take steroids or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm not even that big. Like, I'm not even the biggest dude here. Hey, no, nah, man, it's all love though, man. But he's he's a cool dude, man. <laughs> well, well, hey, Jordan, do me a favor. Make sure that that Carlos listens to this portion of the podcast. Carlos, listen, bro. You want to come on the podcast? Come on to the podcast. See, I don't think you're really about it, fam. I really don't. I should. I really should have just cut off a segment just to talk shit to you, but you're not really about it, bro. Because here's the thing. I know where you live at. I believe it's called the 302 or whatever you call it. You're not trying to hop on, bro, because, you know, you, you said you called me out in front of your family. I'm calling you out in front of my listeners and, you know, your, your old son. So, uh, yo, if you ever want to hop on the pod, man, first off, respond to my text message that I sent you back in uh, November. We'll respond to that, <laughs> and then you can hop on the podcast, bro. But until then, I'm calling you out, Los. You already know what it is, bro. Dang. Yeah, man. It's all love, though. But yeah, he, he called me out. He called. He said you and Jordan's little podcast, bro. No, we got this. This, <laughs> this, this, this is this is this is bigger than the both of us, man. But but having him on would be monumental. Yeah, uh, that would be dope. We gonna. I I know I'm gonna get him on. It's just finding the time. He's a busy man, so. Oh, know. You know me, I need a couple hours to really sit down and get into some real stuff, like, you know, to get into some deep stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, man. Uh, m- I mean, myself, bro, it's just the same thing, man. Um, finally, I I, never, I, bro, I I totally forgot I even went to school, bro, but I finally got my degree in health information. Yes, so sure. I forgot you went to uh, school, bro. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. It was uh, quite a journey. Uh, a lot of uh, sweat and tears. Sweat because I couldn't get these tests done in time, bro. So, <laughs> like, last minute, I'll be, I'll be like, yo, I'm just going ahead. Not really so much tears, man. Um, it, it did cost me some blood, though, because I almost dropped my laptop. And I tried to catch myself, bro. And I ended up scraping my, I ended up scraping up my, uh, I think it was my, no, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was my kneecap, bro, going up the stairs, bro. So, it did cost me some blood, sweat, and some tears, man, but it was definitely worth it. Uh, but now just the job market, uh, you know, going to LinkedIn and stuff like that, and then you got to have a resume that's on points. So like, every day I'm, like, going back and forth with, like, what I want to put on and take off and so on. So I've just kind of been, just been working on that. And, I mean, overall, just, you know, enjoying life, you know, enjoying the girlfriend and um, – I guess, uh, you know, just working. Hey, real quick, man. I guess so I'm done talking about my portion. Hey, you guys ever time, like out. Some... time out, though. Because I was going to tell you, if you need a resume or tips on a resume, bro, hit my mom up. She works in HR. So she oh, my goodness. what they look for. Okay. Oh, my goodness, Jennifer. I forgot about that, bro. I yep. forgot about you know, that. She'll get, she'll get you right. Okay, bro. I'll, listen, I will I will literally – never mind. We'll talk off, we'll talk off the podcast. For bro. sure. Uh about that, I got some ideas about. I totally forgot about that because she she's a one, bro. If there's one, and if there's one thing I do know about your mom, she's she's not only is she an awesome woman, man, but she's definitely on her shit, hundred and ten times out of a hundred. Like <laughs> for the most part, she keeps she keeps it professional and she can whoop your ass at the same time. So <laughs> I, I, I'm just yo, it's, it's it's wild, man. I totally forgot about that. We definitely have to link about, or I'll definitely have to get with you about that. Yeah, uh, after sure. the show. Um, well, oh, I guess the part I was trying to drive home, though, overall, you know, I noticed a lot of people have been losing their jobs. People have been furloughed and stuff like that. Like, are you guys maybe I don't know, maybe because I'm kind of in the midst of a career change or trying to like I'm in this weird spot, bro, where like I'm blessed to have a job, but know that I want a better job. Like because I, you know, because I spent 
thirty six hundred dollars on this for this for this damn degree, man. Right. <laughs> and at Johnson County. So I kind of sort of feel like, yo, I need to like do this, but at the same time, I, I talk to people they're like, oh, I just got furloughed or lost my job. So it's like a weird area of purgatory. Like, am I weird to feel that way? That you're kind of like in between, like not where you want yeah. to be yet, but yeah, 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 somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't think it's weird, man. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's a result or cause of the culture, like consistent growth, always grinding. There's always the next ladder to climb type of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se, but you got to be also content with where you're at, Mm -hmm. like while you're on, while you're on the climb, you know, you got to be content with where you're at always otherwise you'll be always chasing you know you're always chasing the next thing so Mm. that'd be my only thing i mean i definitely get that bro i've not to steal your thunder i don't think i'm stealing your thunder but i'm i'm recently accepted a new position as well and i'll be kind of phasing into that here in the next probably a couple of months will be a slow transition uh Mm. doing some like actual counseling work toward my hours and everything toward my license so yeah i get it and and that's why i'm like trying to do both for a little bit because i'm like shoot, i'll try to make the most that i can it'd be nice to have two really really good paying jobs so mm-hmm. that makes sense to me i definitely feel that oh so you're getting yeah. a second job yeah it'll be like okay, okay. a couple of days a week i'll be doing doing there and then you know my with you thrive is pretty flexible as you know so or around so like I can pencil in and squeeze in the hours there too, up until the point where my, if I get enough clients at the new job, um, then I'll fully phase out and transition out. But it's going to be a process. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> so, but no, I get that. But um, hey, I was going to say, Christian, man. I mean, it's all right to be apprehensive about your situation. Um, because I mean, mm-hmm. you at the end of the day, bro, you don't want to be without any income. But mm-hmm. at the same time, bro, you spent how much? You say thirty six hundred? Yeah, yeah. It was like the bro it was like thirty, like three thousand. Hold on, I got, I got the receipt right here. Okay, well, uh, so it was yeah, three thousand six hundred seventy eight dollars and forty two cents is what I paid for. Like obviously, like I had to like put that on a payment plan, bro. So I literally just paid that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I mean, yeah. all that money and effort you put in, bros. I would definitely put it to you know. Put it to you. So if you can, you know, get something in that field, whatever it is, I will go ahead and keep trying, bro. Just be mindful, you know. Make sure, make sure it ain't shut down on you like a month in. Oh no! And for the record, I mean, bro, to some people, man, like I obviously I, I avoided the um, the university route. I think eventually, man, I will enroll like in a university because, like, I think I talked to somebody at UMKC and I talked about like going there to finish up and like. Academically, I'd be a junior, bro. But like, I freak out if I owe people twenty bucks, dog. When you got people <laughs> owing commas, nigga, like, bro, I'm like, yo, I can't sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I feel sick. <laughs> you know, I feel sick, bro. So I mean, that's why I was just kind of like, you know, I might as well just like take this route. So uh, that's why I'm sticking with it. But I mean, no, you definitely. I mean, to be apprehensive, that's a good word to use, Ron. Like, I just kind of feel like, man, like I know, like the work, and I remember the long nights, dog. I remember. Like all that, so mm-hmm. it's just kind of like you know. I mean, I, I got, I got, you know, I, I got to do it. <laughs> I have to. I don't have a choice. So, I say though, as far as the university thing goes, 
with the position you're in so that you can avoid as much debt as possible. Make sure you know exactly what you want to do first. Yeah. And figure out what needs to happen in order to get that. Cause you could find out you either don't need a degree or you, you could take, you know, the least number of classes possible or making sure all your credits that you've already taken transfer, you know, there's a lot to go mm-hmm. into that. So have a plan first. Don't, don't be in a rush to, to do that right now get a position you can make some bread hopefully you get a nice little bump in your pay with that degree so take the time with it. yeah bro 30, yeah 3600 3600 is better than 36,000 so <laughs> Boy, let me tell you let me tell you you it, 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 you're in it good hands bro is. yeah like all state like the fake denzel um <laughs> But uh, other than that, man, I mean, we've had a lot go on as of late, obviously. Um, I guess we could start off with the lead up. I- I've been getting a-, a weird inclination from some people and some unreliable inside sources that apparently we are on the on, like at the midst of the Civil War. <laughs> and uh, I was waiting. I waited patiently on my break and I got nothing. So, uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, if we are on the brink of a civil war, bro, I didn't see any signs today because, man, I, I was looking at the streets of D.C. and there was not a soul in sight, bro, other than, you know, the people who were supposed to be there. So all of these patriots, bro, I don't know where they were at. I, I mean, I thought they were about that life, but apparently they're not. So, Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they're not. So, I mean, I, who knows? You could be You could be right. They could be right, whoever uh, said that. <laughs> Nah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I was just waiting. I got hit up, man. I, I won't say his name, but I, I did put his his information in the group chat that we have, and I just thought to myself, the thought process that that you have to go into this and to call people naive, and I'm like, but what do you know? You don't know anything, like, you know, he, you know, and people are they, they're literally like idolizing <laughs> Trump. You know, what I'm saying as if he's like the savior. And uh, look, man, there's only one. There's only one. Uh, Lord, Lord in heaven, that I can acknowledge. I've never seen him, and he definitely doesn't look like two Caucasian guys. So um, <laughs> he definitely does. That's no disrespect to anybody out there, man. But for those who are idolizing these two dumb dumbs, man, uh, and also I, I guess I got to say it, man. It's for the record. I mean, because he did win. Uh, congrats to Joe Biden, man. Whether or not he, whether or not he cheated, I don't care. Um, congrats to him, bro. Uh, and I think this year's inauguration kind of looked like the Met Gala. Saw a lot of clean outfits, man. I'm not going to lie. You just see uh, Michelle Obama, bro? Yeah, man. Jesus. I saw Michelle. Everybody saw Michelle. Her hair. Look, bro. I'm going to be honest. Her, that, her, that, that's, a, that's, not, that's not a lace front. That, that's her real hair. <laughs> like, that's her real hair. Oh, man. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things I thought was funny about the whole thing was I'm on Twitter just scrolling through and I'm looking on Facebook, you know, before work. And I'm like, everyone is dressing up. I'm like, where's everybody going? They dressed up just to watch the inauguration, bro. That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, on Thanksgiving when people dress up to go to the kitchen and eat. Yes, bro. <laughs> that is weird. And I've been guilty of that from time to time. Oh, uh, me too, bro. I've never done. I look, I look, I stay just to go walk two steps into the living room. <laughs> Did y'all see the? Uh, look. Oh, my bad, man. <laughs> No, no, you did, bro. Go ahead. Y'all see, uh, there was a dude. I think he was uh, part of um, Harris's family. This dude had a fresh pair of the um, Air Jordan ones, the Dior's. 
Mm, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, he had on a fresh pair of these, bro. I'm like, man, this dude had the audacity to put these on in front of all of America, like, bro. He's chilling, man. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna he's, letting, he's letting him know this is a new regime. Yes. He's like, listen, times are different. <laughs> this is a new regime, man. He's like, we look, we about to put, and I bet you Obama's gonna look. They're gonna allow Obama to come back to the White House and kick it, bro. Obama's gonna be in there, and be like, uh, "Yeah, so we need to put these basketball courts back up so we can come hoop." You know? <laughs> like, he should hire him. He should. He should be something. I'm not sure if that's allowed, but he should just be some sort of secretary or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because uh, I'll be honest, man. Like, I mean, I- I'll say that like during his presidency, even though like I don't think he really changed much, he did do a good job of like calming down the american people he didn't really get us riled up for real that's one thing i can say about him and i do think that there's a familiarity between him and um kamala harris that i think people are identifying with and that's why it's like a sense of calm and ease i guess um to some i mean i don't really feel any different um and shout out to those who woke up this morning and for the first time smiled in four years i don't understand you guys either Hey man, let him smile, bro. Let him smile. Uh, smile, but bro, <laughs> smile. Listen, I made it. I made it a mission. I laughed every day for the past four years. I laughed at something, but you got people waking up in the morning, man. Like today, today is a good day because the terror is over. The nightmare is over, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Damn, what man. nightmare? Like, like, bro. I'm sorry. Like, yo, I, <laughs> look. If this helps people feel better about themselves and their situations in life, man. Just know. Also know this, though. If you live if you live with your mom yesterday before Trump left and you live with her today, nothing's going to change, bro. So at the end of the day, feel good about yourself, yes, but also do better. During that this four-year period, I think we all found ways to improve ourselves. Jordan, I know you have. Ron, I know you have. We've all managed to find ways to improve. So I think to say it's every day is a good day that you can wake up, bro. And every day is a day that you can get things right. Sure. But to put in base your happiness in a in a in a in a mixed sister in a Caucasian white guy, I I look, I don't know, man. Somebody's gonna have to let me know. Uh maybe I need to get with the times. I'm not I'm not really jiggy with being happy just because they're in office. I'm I'm gonna be happy regardless, bro. Or at least I'm gonna try to. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, well, and I think that comes I think that comes from an understanding of history and an understanding of just because mm-hmm. we have a change of power doesn't mean uh things especially for black people are going to change all that much without some other type of work. Absolutely. And so I think oh, when yeah. you have that understanding of how history's played out and repeated itself over time it allows you to keep a level head about this type of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad I'm glad Trump's out, but I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, Joe Biden is necessarily a beacon of hope, especially for people who look like us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's well, look, I will not be okie doked again. So um, that, that's not going to happen to me. Uh, yeah, bro, I'm one gonna... of the other things. Uh-huh. What's up? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, man. Um, I'm just going to say real quick that, man, I'm going to think of more of a wait-and-see approach with this regime. Um, Good idea. I know, I know when Obama was president, bro, I was kind of um, forced into believing, like, all right, everything's going to be good. We all, all the black people were going to flourish, this and that. But this time, man, I'm going to just wait and see what happens because, I mean, he could do a lot of great things and he could do a lot of ungreat things. So, Oh, yeah. I'm going to sit back a, and watch. Every president, every president can do that. I remember when Obama won, 
I believe we were still in high school when he won his second when he won his first term. Yeah. 08, right? It was 08. Yep. Dog, I remember I showed up to school. I had on an Obama t shirt. This dude, <laughs> our friend Caesar, yep. had on some Obama Jordans. I remember that. <laughs> And, yo, I remember you could just tell the whole like, – our school was, for once, it was kind of divided besides that time we did the uh, we're all black to the whiteout game. But other than that, like, you could feel like the tension was kind of there. Now, keep in mind, we were all 16, 15, 16 years old, bro, so we didn't know what the hell was – I was just believing in the hype of we got a black president. Now I'm going to need to see a little bit more, you know, I, I think. And I also um, – to the people out there, man, who do have an issue with the Obama, well not Obama, with the Biden and Kamala Harris, look, like I said, like you said, Ron, I'm also going to wait and see. But don't, you know, when you have Caucasian people that <laughs> that that have the nerve to get on a black person's page and then tell them, well, I hope you like free handouts, I hope you like gas prices, I hope you uh, inflation, bro, keep that to yourself, man. Yeah. Like let let, let that's, that's that's one thing I, I won't do, even though I'm not really for all the hoopla and the uh, the celebration. I'm going to keep that to myself. I'm not going to then shame someone because of how they feel or how they voted. I think it's silly how they feel some of the times, but I'm not going to go on their page to tell them that they're dumb or try to like demean them. And there's a lot of that going on. Like that's annoying. Yeah. I, oh, yeah but it's funny you brought that up. Cause I literally just talked about that in uh, a podcast. I just released like 30 minutes before we got on. And I'm talking about this book that I read where what it is, is, uh, the guy explains, like, what we have is a battle of many different Americas, versions of America, right? So to the to the white people on hopping on your page, talking about, well, I hope you like this, hope you like that. They just have a different view of what America is. Like, for them, America has always worked for them and for their ancestors and and all that. Our views of America is probably drastically different than what their view of America is. And that's why... That's why you've had so much division these last few years, especially, which is just like people like that see the election of Biden and being people trying to be more inclusive as, oh, white America is now going away. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I don't understand why people feel threatened by that, man. That's crazy. Uh, I can say, I mean, I, I can I, I do think that there are some people that feel that way. I don't know anybody immediately, but maybe it's something that's intrinsically like in there, like encoded in them that they feel like, you know, we don't want to join forces. And I mean, that's fine, you know. You have if people that have a if people that have a scarcity mindset though. If mm, okay. if more people gain power and resources and access, that means I gotta that means my power and access and resources goes away. And that's not true. There's enough there's enough resources and enough power and enough wealth and enough of everything to go around to everybody. But people like that, you know, the, 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 how do I call it? How should I say this? Um, the white people who are spooked by a Obama, Obama election or a Joe Biden election. It's just because, yeah, they, they think that, People having more rights and people having better lives takes away from their life, and it's it's ridiculous, it's stupid. I agree, man. Yeah, and and I think you do have some. And again, I know people who think or who are smarter than that. Yeah. Um, that you know that are that are Caucasian, and I even know some people that are African American that uh, did vote for Donald Trump. Um, 
and I, you know, I just, I just think that in, in terms of that, like you said, it's a, it's a different America for everybody. Everybody has a different experience. So I still, yeah. I, so again, I don't, I don't think that just because there's a, a difference in opinions as far as who should be the candidate, like a black man shouldn't be a coon or a black woman can't be a coon just because their, their views of America are different. Just like you can't have, you know, you got black people who want to vote for Biden and Harris and you got the black people who voted for for Trump they're looking down to them like oh they don't know any better you don't know like no but we don't know what our experiences have been in America man so right. I, I don't I don't I don't condemn somebody for who they voted for and like attach that to the character now some people can and they do you can tell you can tell just by who they voted for because of how far they are like into that candidate and mm-hmm. that to me is not okay but um you know, still, I don't, I don't, I don't hold that against anybody. And I mean, let's just face it. I mean, people—they've been trolled for I don't know how many years now. The Democratic side, or people who voted Democrat, they've been trolled for years by a lot of these Republicans. And this is your president. Well, now, you know, they didn't think that this four years was going to be up so quick, but now it's kind of <laughs> their turn to get the to get this uh, take these licks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro. The, the one thing that really, really, really irritating me right now is. All the people talking about handouts, like you just mentioned, Christian. Mm. Every I've heard, I've seen several people like, "All right, well, everybody gets free stuff now." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, sorry for cussing let on your podcast, know. bro, but I mean, no, let them know, let them know. It's, like to me, that's just, that's saying that. Oh, so you're above all the shit that they they release, like the um, what is it, the age that they released, you know, the past few months. What you're saying is that you're above all of that, you know, like you don't need help or blah, blah, blah. And I mean, you may not need the money, but that's just disingenuous, man. Like disrespectful to the people who really, really need that, man. Like, you know, you know, <laughs> and to the people that I know that that say stuff like that, to the people that say things like that, like they work normal nine to five jobs, dog. Like, it's not like they're working with the government. Like, I, I you know, I, I'm like I said in the, in the group chat, there's nothing I hate more. I, I don't like the term woke. I don't uh-huh. like woke people. I don't really rock with woke people. But there's nothing more annoying than a conservative woke person, bro. Like that <laughs> is so annoying. Uh-huh. I, 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 for real, bro. Like, and that's no disrespect to the, to the woke brothers out there, bro. You know your consciousness, higher power. I get it, man. I just want some solid evidence and facts. But then you got these conservative woke people who then come on to talk about some insurrection act, and they talk about how. Uh, overthrow the government and how Trump is uh, helping the, the, you know, whatever, bro. Like that's annoying too, man. Like that's so dumb. Yeah, bro. Because I don't know any, <laughs> I don't know any single one of those motherfuckers who's sending that check back to the IRS. I guarantee you that. Yeah, and if you don't want your check, send it to us or donate yeah. it to somebody who needs it. <laughs> For real. Yeah, send it, send it to me. I would, lo- I would love to take that fourteen hundred dollar check, bro. Yeah, comment comments would, like would, that tend to come from people who have never struggled or witnessed struggle up front. You know, it's like, I think about the kids that I work with at my job, the work that I do, you got an 18 year old aging out of foster care that has very limited resources. You want to tell me that that's a handout or that, that that young person doesn't deserve something for free when they have a limited support system, limited access to, to transportation. Therefore, it limits their job prospects. All these things, man. It's like, if you're saying that, oh, it's handouts, I don't care if it's free. If people need it, you give it. You know, that, yeah, that's absolutely. the type of community I want to live in is where everyone has their needs met, their basic needs met. You know, if you come upon some luck, whether it's your fault or not, 
uh, we we should be taking care of our own. But you can't have that mindset and that outlook unless you've seen or experienced struggle firsthand. And let's face it, a lot of the people that we see where we live, Liberty area, I live in Johnson County. A lot of these people ain't seen struggle or experienced struggle or have been in situations where they try to connect with people from disenfranchised populations. And so it's easy yep. for them to say, well, I didn't have a handout. Well, I grew Yeah, you grew up in Liberty, bro. You went to Staley or you went to wherever. You didn't need a handout. Your dad owned a subway or your, your mom, you know, it's like it's just a warped worldview of lack of perspective of what real people go through and you can't sum up everyone's struggles to their own personal choices. The kids that I work with on a day-to-day basis didn't ask to be put in foster care. They didn't ask for, you know, their, their parents to, to struggle like they did, or they didn't ask for their parents to die in a car accident and then they don't have family in the area. So boom, you go into foster care, you're 18, you age out, you don't have, a good support network around you so you don't have money for your own apartment yeah i want that kid to get free housing you know what i'm saying so it's like it's just a lack of perspective man and a lack of empathy and i tend to see that from a lot of well-off white people where we live at least you know it's like no not a very limited perspective very limited access to what people's lives people what real people are going through on a day-to-day they just stuck in their little bubble. Not stuck, but they choose to remain in their bubble of which is what they've already known, always known and grown up with. So I don't I don't pay that no mind. I, I understand it's frustrating, but I don't even engage with someone like that because I can't give you that perspective. I can't give you those experiences. Right. You have to seek it out. Or if you choose not to seek it out, then I don't need to just, I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> I don't need to engage or try to convince you or show you a different way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really, it's really as simple as that, bro. Um, and I think that there should be no obligation. Like, naturally, as a human being, man, you should want to help. So you shouldn't feel ob- don't do it because you feel obligated. Do it because you want to do it out of the kindness of your heart. And again, like I'm, a, well, this isn't a episode where we're bashing white people, but everything that Jordan is talking about is true. You know, there's such a there's a uh, one sided perspective. I think even on you know, so much so on, not, I can't say both sides, but more so on the side that looks down that can easily point the finger and go, hey, do better. Hey, you know, I did this. Why can't you do this? Right. I mean, you know, when you really fit, you know, when you really, you know, get to know a person's story, you could go, oh, okay, so you don't know how to, you know, you don't know about finances, mm-hmm. you know, so you're not responsible with money. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so, you know, these are things that need to, I think that should be taught in high schools. I think so. I think if we can put, and, and I mean, obviously it's a lot more complex than that, but I do think we'd have a much more well-equipped group of young individuals if they didn't teach so much of the Y, X, y equals MX plus B. Maybe teach some finances, bro. Yeah. Maybe teach equity. Teach like, you know, and it's easier said than done. Some, some schools provide that, you know, trades and stuff like that so they can go out to the real world because college really isn't that for everybody. But I do think that a trade or some sort of a skill would you know, and of course, learning just the simplistic, like the simple parts about life, you know, or the more simpler things, paying rent, uh, credit, all that stuff, man, I'm telling you, dude, but they don't, they don't want to teach that, bro. They much rather, I don't know, I don't know what they teach nowadays, but that's no disrespect to the teachers, but you know, cause I know some great teachers, 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah, man. Um, it's it's just it's just a sad reality, man. Um, that I, I'm hoping that we can overcome, and maybe let's let's just hope that Ob- you know that I keep saying Obama because of Kamala Harris. Damn, um, <laughs> that Kamala, that that Joe Biden and Kamala can you know can help out, man. You know, and and, and I'm not gonna hope, but I am gonna. I'm, I just want to see. You know, hope can only do but so much, man. So I'm not gonna hope, but I will observe and see what they do. Yeah. Love it. Good yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just that's just it. Ron, what else do you want to talk about, man? I mean, you kind of sort of, you know, you, you kind of sort of brought us together like Captain Planet. Man, what's up? <laughs> man, I was just thinking, bro, it's been a while since we all got together, man. So figure why hey, not. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got any oh, uh sure. y'all got any New Year's resolutions you've been working on? You know, I would say mine, but I'm not going to say it because I think I've been working on it silently and it's been working. Now, if you guys want to talk about it off the podcast, I'll talk about <laughs> it. But, uh, but it's, it's actually been working. So what do you, what, what you guys got? Um, mine is the usual, you know, fitness resolutions, um, some financial stuff, trying to save some, save some, save some more money so I can um, hopefully look to invest in some real estate next year. So, um, okay. Uh, intriguing. Okay, the Harlem. You're gonna you're gonna be the Harlem Ron Trotter. That's (laughs) (laughs) but um, actually, also I want to read more, man. Last year I didn't read any books, but yeah, I can knock out two or three books a month, hopefully. So yeah, that's my that's actually mine. Uh, He was uh, I didn't read many books last year, and. I started off last year kind of strong as far as my book reading goes. And so that's one thing I've substituted, you know, laying in bed at night and just hopping on my phone with reading. And that's been, mm. that's been really helpful. I was able to fly through. I read one book so far in like a week. So my goal is to try to get two uh, in January done and try to do at least once a month, one book per month after that. So we'll see. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna keep mine off the books, man, because I feel like if I say it, then I'm gonna feel pressure, and then I'm just gonna, then I'm, like, I'm just like gonna stop. Because I'm, in, I, I'm actually, I'm in a good rhythm right now. Yeah, so, so yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm definitely working on that. Hey, I didn't realize, not that it really, I mean, it's kind of off topic. I didn't realize that uh, Kamala's husband was white. I didn't know that. Not that it matters. I, I just because they said mentioned something about her stepkids, and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Did y'all know that she used to date uh, Montel Jordan? Did you know that? I had no idea. No. <laughs> Kamala, yeah. She, she used to date Monto. Talk about this is how we do. That guy. She used to date him, bro. Yeah, what happened, I, I wonder what happened to that. I don't know, man. I, I guess he showed her how we did it. and <laughs> Hopefully she didn't lock him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, look. He probably, look, he probably knocked her. Man, he probably knocked her wig straight, dog. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what that dude did. Oh, man. Shit. Yeah, that was just that was just a fun little tidbit that I looked into, man. And yeah, he she used to date. I can't remember who else she used to date, man. She used to date a bunch of other, like some other people, but uh, since then she's kind of laid low, and I think she probably got tired of dating entertainers. But yeah, well, good I for her. Know, man. I knew his wife, but I didn't know about the whole dating what's her name Montel Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, she dated Montel Jordan. My mother was in there at hammer doing the hammer time dance or whatever he did in that music video. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, 
Oh, you guys watching any like any like cool shows or anything like that, man, on Netflix uh, or Hulu um, or you know, anything so in particular? I I watched a documentary on the crack epidemic. So I always knew oh, that boy. that the epidemic happened, but I didn't know the full details. Like I thought it was just black people just being addicted to cocaine, which really, I mean, when you look at why they were addicted, how they became addicted, it's just crazy, bro. Because there was so much. Is this on? Uh, yeah, bro. Is this on Netflix. It's crazy, man. You, I suggest you watch what's, it. It's called, it called? Crack. Because oh. <laughs> it was called Crack, and it talks about how the government was involved, and oh man, you just gotta get into it. Oh yeah, I'm watching that shit. It, it's tonight. crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm not watching. Yeah, there was a... shows right now, man. I uh, so I'm 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 excited to watch that, but right now, well, shit, All Americans started back up, so I'm gonna be. Catching those, um, because I watch all. I'm people. angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. All right. I'm angry. Other than that, man, I'm waiting for this new uh, these spinoffs of uh, Power to come out. Because I finished. Yo, the new, have you seen? Uh, have you seen? Have you seen book two yet? Hell yeah, we watched. Yep, already I watched every episode. That Power is my favorite show, bro. Ever. That junk is phenomenal. Yo. Power, look, I never realized how funny Power was until I went back and watched all the episodes again, bro. That <laughs> Ghost is funny, bro. Bro, Ghost is no! funny. <laughs> he's funny. He's all like when he tries to speak Spanish and the shit is not good. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, para que, para que, para que, para que. Yeah, like what the fuck. <laughs> and Tommy's hilarious, man. Motherfucker, he's just, he's funny, man. Mother, you rat. Piece of shit. Hey, Hey, real quick, real quick. I'm not trying to spoil it, but if you guys haven't seen it, I mean, obviously, they don't listen to this portion. But I remember I was watching the episode, bro, where Tommy and I think this dude, Two Bit, this guy, they were in the truck or something, and like Ghost snuck up on him. (laughs) Ghost snuck up on it and started firing on him, bro, but they got away. And when they they got away, Ghost was like, oh, fuck. And then Tommy, as he's driving off in the ambulance, like you literally hear his voice echo, and he goes, "Fuck you, ghost, <laughs> <laughs> bro!" I died laughing, bro. I couldn't help it, man. Do you watch Power? No, bro. I need to get get into it, man. I've never watched it. Man, uh, yeah, ahead. get you a Stars account and watch Power, bro. That's yeah, just, man. Actually, it's on Hulu, it but then you'll need a yeah. Stars account for the book too. Yeah, bro. It is, bro. It he's <laughs> and I tell you what, book two was even funnier than uh, the over the original power because there's a lot of funny things that going. I don't know if you know that. What's the guy's name? That's uh, that's uh, well. I feel like I, I don't want to give it. I don't want to give away too much. But you know, on, on power book two, you know, Ghost Son. What's what's the guy? What's his what's his friend's name? Uh, the white dude. Yeah, I think it's like Braden. Yeah, yo, he reminds me of Kevin so much, bro. Like, that's who. That's who Kevin, Kevin man. Me, like <laughs> you watched all of them. Yeah, you watched all the episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. the one where he came in and Tariq was talking, looking at Braden, and his girlfriend was like, "You all look like two fucking chicken cutlets." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I like, y'all look like two. Y'all look like two fucking chicken cutlets. That shit was funny. Yeah, so you should season. you should start it, Ron. Right, it's, man, it's I'll good. put that on the list. Yeah, man, and. Probably and that's probably the only show that I could watch and like watch the intro and not skip it because yeah. it's just they say this is a big rich town. Yeah, like that's probably one of the best intros of all time, bro. Like I can't, I, I honestly, 
Yeah, that's a good one. I just come from the poorest part. Y'all watch Insecure? Uh, no, nah, bro. You know, I tried. I, I stopped after like season. I, I quit after the season where uh, the main, where the guy, where the main guy care. I want to spoil it for him in case he wants to watch it. Where the main guy character, where he like, like leaves. Yeah. And she's like, you know, that, that's where I, gotcha. I kind of stopped. But then he, I know he comes back. I didn't, I didn't know that. But it's good, yeah. man. I'm waiting for this. This apparently the next season is gonna be the last season. So. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So then I, I definitely got to watch it then. And they say um, ATL. They say Atlanta's coming back this year too. Ooh. Ooh. I'm ready for that. Dope. I'm be watching. You, you yeah, watch man, Atlanta I saw the first Ron? season. Yeah, that's a dope. How many yeah. seasons are they on now? Is it three. This will be season okay. three. They've done two. Yeah. yeah, man. I um, what am I watching right now? I'm watching uh. I got so I got Alyssa. I got her watching One Tree Hill, so she's like really invested in that. Yeah, um, that's tight. Yeah, it's it's cool, but I, I've I've seen it like like maybe three times, like every episode. Damn. So yeah, man. Like I, I mean, but not like within like I, I would say within maybe a ten year span. Like I've seen them, and I was just like oh, okay, but there are certain things that I kind of sort of like that I'm looking at now that I'm older. And I'm like oh I, I can't believe I missed that. I remember I got Jock into watching One Tree. I think it was Friday Night Lights or one one of the two. I maybe I got you into watching One Tree Hill, Jordan. I can't remember, but you might have because I watched it and it was actually good. Yeah, I, I think I got I think I got you watching. I never realized like the uh, the music and just the style was so weird, bro. Like O three was a that would have been a weird time to grow up, bro. I wouldn't I didn't like the fashion from O three. I don't know if you remember, <laughs> but uh, they. <laughs> Typical black characters rocking off-brand FUBU shirts. Like is, that, that, is that the era that show takes place in? Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like '05. Like uh, that's where it starts, and then like the slang that they used, and you know, it's just the the you know the women look different back then. Like the standards of beauty. I, I will say this: like you couldn't take, um, like nowadays, like they're pushing the whole like slim thick thing. You couldn't take a girl with curves and put her in a show like that, especially if she was white, bro. Like you couldn't do that. Um, you, most of them are like beam poles, <laughs> like for the most part. Like it was like your note, like your typical the white guy with the shaggy hair and you know necklaces, and, and of course they got to over black and over African Americanize the black characters. Like they got it. Oh man, that's crazy. That's white, bro. <laughs> like they do all that. In this yeah, his name like, is look, Skills. He doesn't even skills. have a real name. Skills and well, actually, his name is Antoine, but that, that's another thing. They give him the blackest name possible, uh, Antoine. But you know what? At least, at least they gave him a, a, a decent name, a decent, you know, a, a name for an African American character. But yeah, they call him Skills the entire show. <laughs> and you know, he's you know, it's, it's just it, it, it's funny, man. It's all, but it, there's a lot of twists and turns. So I've been, you know. Watching that, uh, I was getting ready to start Game of Thrones, bro. But then I thought, uh, it's like I treat it like Grey's Anatomy, because like there's so there's so many episodes, bro. I don't want to watch all that and try to catch up. Hey, Grey's Anatomy, fire though. I watched that with Aubrey. This shit is really good. That's what I heard. Oh, I'm also trying to catch up on Blacklist. I'm also trying to catch up on that too, man. Yeah, that's a good show. Also, I watched all that. Have y'all been keeping up with basketball, both college and NBA lately? Mostly just NBA. I don't really keep up with college no more. I was I, I I catch the big college games like all the ranked games. Um, what do you think about? But actually, I've been watching more and more college actually than NBA. I think about it because I watch every 
big like top twenty five matchup game in college. What do you so. guys think about uh, Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky not being ranked? Uh, you, you know, oh, you can go ahead, Jordan. Go ahead. It don't bother me. I like to see. Uh, I actually, this has actually been one of the more entertaining seasons for me, just because there's so many new teams that are ranked, like teams that. I would have normally not watched in the past, but that I enjoy watching, you know, like Illinois this year or uh, Houston. Uh, I mean, Baylor's kind of always decent, but the fact that they're this good Bro, this they year, might just a lot of different teams I like winning, I, mean, I like watching. I think – I don't know what's um, going on, but you guys think there's just a power shift as far as the recruits and stuff? Like, are they not going to the Blue Bloods anymore or what? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of that. I think it's a little bit of that. Um, <clears throat> and I just think there's so many good guys. Man, there's just so many good players nowadays. Like basketball, I'll give it five more years, and basketball will be the most popular sport in the country um, because of the access to it and the ability to play year-round and things like that. Like it, it, Especially at the youth level, it's growing. So you just have so many good players, like, and so it's a it's more about gelling to me. It's more about like every there's a lot of good teams with really, really good players and it's just a matter of getting it all to click and getting, you know, things running on the on okay. all cylinders. So it's not enough nowadays to just get the top recruits. Everyone's gonna have really, really, really okay, good players. You. So yeah, there's less of a separation, I think. Hey, I'm all for it, man. I'm all Which is a good thing. Yeah. Makes for better basketball. But someone yeah. please knock off Gonzaga. <laughs> hey, that ain't gonna happen <laughs> until the tournament. Yeah. yeah, good luck. Good luck. I don't see I don't see them or Baylor really getting getting messed with at all. It might be them Me too, two in the final game, to be honest. Baylor is nuts too. They are scary. Yeah, they got some headhunters. They got a lot of athletes too. Yeah, man. they're so and they've just they their offense is so good, and they play. It's it's rare that a team that has that good of an offense also plays that good defensively, but they have both, and it's just you, you have to play a damn near perfect. Absolutely, game. bro. And the way I look <laughs> at it, bro, there's not a soul out west that can beat Gonzaga. So it's going to take a Baylor or somebody on this side of the <laughs> on this side yep. of the damn country to beat Gonzaga. Man, they're on fire. Right, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, there is a slight changing of the guard, at least this season, because I noticed, man, KU doesn't have as many. I mean, obviously, they're always going to be good because Self is a good coach, but I look at their players, man, like Ochai. I think his his yeah. goal was probably to yeah. get drafted, bro, and try to leave, but he, that's not happening. <laughs> not this year, bro. He's got a lot he's, he needs to work on. Yeah, I think um, he could benefit from another year. Yep. Oh, yeah, he could. And, um, I'm, and for the first time, like, it's kind of – it's interesting to look at some of these teams in the big 12 and uh when i look at like an iowa state and to me they don't really stand out as much but west virginia kind of sort of stands out i mean i've always kind of like followed west virginia here and there but this year bro like they got some size now they got they got a little bit of size now they got a guy that's like seven seven one or six nine or something um he's pretty good i can't remember what his name is off the top of my head but like they're, nobody's oh, afraid of KU yeah. anymore. Exactly. Nobody's afraid of Kentucky. Exactly. Nobody's afraid of Duke. 
I, and I, I and I saw that when I watched West Virginia play KU, and I think they man. beat them by like two points. But like, ain't nobody scared of KU no more, man. Nope, they're not. Like, I don't think any teams are scared of anyone now. Like I said, because everyone's got gunners. Anyone's everyone's yep. got guys that can go, that can play. It's a matter of bringing it that night. Yeah, and right now, so I'm looking at the um, at the standings for the Big Twelve. I mean, yeah, you're right. Baylor's balling, bro. They're definitely balling out for sure. They won't. Uh, they're not gonna Texas lose. Tech, I I never thought about the um. What's that cat that that? This guy's got a YouTube mixtape out. Mac McClung, um, bro. Yeah, yeah, Tech. yeah. He's yeah. Dope. He's pretty nice. He's pretty nice. Um, I I, I saw Oklahoma got smacked by K State the other night. Um, that was pretty interesting. Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, it, it, I don't see anybody beating <laughs> Baylor or Gonzaga. I just, I just don't. They, that, I mean, they, that, that's not, I'm, I'm, that's not going to happen to, at least like you said, Jordan, to the tournament. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, oh, oh real quick, quick you know, Baylor oh, has to play Gonzaga still, right? Cause their game was postponed. Yeah. So oh, they still got to play each other at some point. I don't know if it's going to happen, but. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I can't. Wait. No, it's for exhibition. I mean, yeah, it's a regular season game, but yeah, they they got to play each other at some point. I cannot wait. I watch that. Uh, are we are we going to talk about real quick? I mean, I guess we can. Since we're still in basketball, we got about ten minutes left. Can we talk about the greatness of um <laughs> of LeBron James and how he he decides he's so great? That he wants to complain about traveling and when he's been doing it his whole career. Like, we talk about that. <laughs> Did this have to do with the last game against the uh, um, Warriors? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, I know you want to talk about it. <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. Of course. I Look, you know, it was so cool to see, man, to watch. Because Steph didn't really play that well that night. Like, he, I mean, he, he had 26, but when you got guys like a, like Pat, like Pat, like Eric Pascal and Pascal and you got Kelly Oubre, I mean, Oubre had 23 points in the paint. Like, bro, like, he just literally passed the ball inside, bro, and just blew right past Anthony Davis, bro. Like, like, and then for LeBron to try to put the – and I think uh, Dennis Schroeder had a pretty good game too. Dennis Schroeder had a good game, but, dog, like, come on, man. He's only – I think LeBron got upset that he thought he was just going to roll up in there, and they thought, oh, well, let's just sleepwalk through it. They were up by 17. Or by nineteen, right. and then they just slowly kept creeping back, and they only scored, I believe, in the fourth in the in the in the last quarter. They only scored uh, like three points, like maybe three points within like six minutes, bro. Like so clearly they all. And then of course Shannon Sharp hops on uh, undisputed, and he's all like, yeah, "Skip, they just they just want <laughs> they just want focus, Skip. That's all." <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, like shut up. I'm sick of Shannon Sharp, man." That's hilarious. <laughs> all right, man. All I know is, bro, Curry hit that shot on AD, man. Oh my goodness. Now, now, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to say that, like, obviously, that you know, the Warriors are destined to go to the playoffs. But I do think that they find that they can find a new gear because these are all they got a young team. So yeah, and and you got a vet. And Steph is doing this without Clay. And I finally realized, besides kicking people in the nuts, that Draymond's <laughs> actually good for something. Like he's actually good for. Uh, you know he's actually a, he's a good a good rah rah guy that they need on on you know he's a, he's a, he's a court general so offensively um, I don't think they can rely on him too much. I mean, yeah. 
No, no, of course, of course not. You and again, they got they got into what they do best. Like I feel like Steve Kerr for the first like maybe four games, he he allowed like guys like um like Kelly Oubre, guys like a James Wiseman, and I think James Wiseman should keep shooting. Like keep shooting threes, dude. You're gonna you like to get his confidence up. They, if they can let Draymond do it, let him do it. I, I think that that yeah. would help, and I think he, he he could develop into a better shooter. But the fact that they allow Kelly Oubre to just keep attacking in the paint and not jack up threes, which he, I think he hit two, two or three, but he's so much more than just you know he's not he's not Clay. He's not a good catch and shoot guy. He can play defense, but I mean, what else do you have him there for? He can't he can't emulate Clay. So right, yeah. I mean, nonetheless, though the rest of the league is uh, I guess looking. Looking pretty solid. Oh, uh, Brooklyn I Nets. got a question for you guys about guys. the Brooklyn Nets. Um, start yeah, with you, up? Jordan. So how's that going to work out with Kyrie? I don't know if he's back or not, but with Kyrie, obviously Harden, and Durant. He's back Because two of them need the ball. I mean, they're ball dominant. So, I mean, I don't know how, how that's going to work out, bro. Uh, <laughs> my opinion is it's not. I think – and I hate to say this, but I'm just going off of history. Unless Kyrie really changes his approach and his demeanor, he'll be the reason it doesn't work. Because I think Harden doesn't want to be the number oh, one for guy. That? You think he wants to step down for that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's cool with just facilitating for KD and being a number two option. But I don't think Kyrie is okay with being a number three option. And I think that shit will eat away at him, and he'll fuck it up. <laughs> he'll destroy that somewhere. Well, not only will you not not only will he fuck it up, I think he's going to like do some more fuck shit. I think like leave, <laughs> yeah, like just leave or just you know just go just for no reason. Like in the middle of you know what I can see Kyrie doing in the middle of a game. I could see him like if he's not getting like the type of looks that he wants, or like if he's not getting the shots. I can see him literally leaving in the middle of a game, ordering a pizza, and going home. <laughs> Like, that's the type of guy I think that Kyrie Irving is, bro. Like, I think he would do that. Um, and to me, like you said, um, Ron, that uh, you got two guys who are both ball dominant. That leaves Kyrie. You're just going to have him be a spot-up shooter. That's all he's going to be relegated to. Everybody else is going to play their role. Oh, Kyrie's going to be cool with that. Yeah, he's the he's like, one person I'm really, really worried about. Like, <laughs> My bad. Sorry. Say what? Uh, I don't know why they didn't uh, include Kyrie in that trade, man. Should have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. If they can make it work, they'll be scary, but I don't have much yeah, faith. Me either. Hey, all right, yo. So I'm about to, about to go on and head on out of here, man. Sorry I had to kind of cut this short. Um <laughs> Wow, yeah, we're good, man. We got through it. This is good. Man. All right, yo. Any guys? You guys got anything else you guys want to say? Or hey, man, I'm proud of y'all, man. I think 2021 be a big year for for everybody. Proud of you, Christian, for graduating. Proud of you, Ron, for your your big goal of investing in some real estate yep. that you're working hey. on, man. Yeah, oh, by the thing. way, like I said. Uh, I'm proud of you too, Jordan. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Ron. No doubt about it, man. You guys are we're definitely def, I think we're definitely destined for greatness, man. Not de- not I think I know we are. It's just a matter of when we get there. Uh we just gotta stay the path and just stay the course, you know. Right. 
Oh yeah, uh, right. Bro. Hey, yo, it, so this is the one to go ahead.